it's a competition clinching shot. The LET Golf Podcast, the official podcast of the Ladies European Tour. Hello and welcome to another episode of the LET Golf Podcast. I'm George Cooper, joining you after a dramatic week on the Ladies European Tour, where we had our first playoff of the 2023 season. After a fun week at the Amandi German Masters, Czech Republic have their third LET winner as Christina Napoliova joined the winner's circle after defeating Cara Gaynor in a nail-biting sudden death playoff. It's been a remarkable journey for Christina, who only picked up golf seven years ago after an injury put an end to her promising football career. You can head to our website and YouTube channel to hear all about that, and we'll also have the Czech star joining us on the pod very soon to tell us more about it. And from one Czech star to another, let's get our guest on. And this week, Nicola was joined by Jana Melikova on the eve of her title defence at the Tipsport Czech Ladies Open. Jana shot to fame at this event in 2022, when she became the first Czech amateur to win on the LET. Since then, she's turned pro, become a popular character on tour, and is now chasing win number two. So without further ado, this is Jana Melikova on the LET Golf Podcast. Jana, welcome to the LET Golf Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, how are you doing? I know you've got a little bit of a cold, but <laughs> how are you apart from that? I do, because it's still pretty cold in Czech, unfortunately, so I got a little bit cold, um, but I'm I'm doing great. <laughs> good, good. And I'm just going to go right into things, because you're kind of one of our newest members who were, wasn't a rookie at Q School, obviously, in December. Uh, so we still don't know that much about you, Jana. So I'm just going <laughs> to dive in and go back to the beginning of when you started playing golf. So how old were you? when you started the sport of golf? I, I think I was about nine years old. Uh, my dad, he was playing golf uh, with my uh, youngest brother, who's still seven years older than me. <laughs> uh, so I was watching them playing and I really wanted to try the game because I was playing tennis at the time and I really wanted to try try golf. And my dad promised me that he would buy me golf clubs but under one condition that I'm just not going to try it out once and then I'll just put it in the closet or whatever. So uh, I had to play <laughs> since I got my new clubs. So And I immediately fell in love with it. I, I, was, I was doing tennis and golf at the same time for a little while, but then I was just like, I, I love golf. I want to do just that. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> similar to a lot of people kind of choosing between tennis and golf, kind of similar sports with the rotation and that kind of athleticism that you need. Um, do you think tennis has mm. kind of helped you with your golf and, you know, having that early career of learning a different sport? Um, I think in some ways, maybe yes. Uh, but I think because I was still a kid and, um, I couldn't really, I had to be really close to the net, so I was able to hit it over. So, um, I think, I think I found a way to play golf, not only because I was playing tennis, um, but I guess it helped me to be in a group with people, uh, to play the sport in a, in a, in a group. Um, but yeah, I think I'm pretty sure if I wasn't, if I would never try golf, I would still play tennis uh, today. (laughs) (laughs) And when you were younger, did you use tennis as like a social thing as well, obviously making friends and that kind of thing? And then did that translate to the golf course? Did you make friends whilst you were playing out on the course? I I did, yes, uh, definitely. Although 
it's such a long time ago that I don't think I can really remember it. But I, I had some friends uh, on the tennis court, and then I made a lot of a lot of friends uh, on the golf course. So, I, I think I think there there was a um, the that helped <laughs> and do you remember the first time that as you said your dad got you these clubs so do you remember the first time playing with them I do I do but it was uh, unfortunately indoor uh, it was I was just hitting it them um, in the net mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't outside on the golf course because I started I think I started like um, late late November or something like that and it was pretty cold in Czech so we we started indoor and then in spring we would go out uh, on the course. (laughs) And what was that like because obviously it's common occurrence across Europe having to do your winter season kind of indoors and then what was it like going out on the grass for the first time? It was amazing Uh, I really loved it I think that was the moment that I really started enjoying uh, the game Um, because you know you're just outside in like this beautifully cut grass like that's what <laughs> got me the most I think that the grass how pure it was <laughs> for sure and do you remember um like your first competition that you ever played in I do yeah it was uh it was this competition at this golf course that I started and it was just like a handicap Wednesday or I don't know how they called it um and I played and I went from 54 to like 35 or something mm-hmm. handicap so that was pretty nice um uh, yeah <laughs> and it's still my one of my favorite courses and then from that kind of what were what was golf for you what for the next few years kind of did you just practice at your club were you involved in like the junior section how did you kind of improve from there on so I started. I started uh, at the golf club that I played my first round, um, and I was yes, I was in in, in the academy, uh, but then I was mm-hmm. developing really fast, like faster than than other kids in the same group. Uh, so they suggested that I should have a personal coach. So I got a personal coach since I was like ten or eleven years old. Um, but I was still practicing in the group. And then I was, you know, when you're developing, you're switching uh, golf clubs a lot. Um, I was going from, you know, where it was like more competitive. Um, so I would be switching uh, that a lot. Um, but then I spent a really good years in this one golf club that we had really strong teams. And I, I really loved when we played teams competitions. Uh, because I just really love to be within the group and just with people and having so much fun on the course. And yeah, and then I I went from that, I went to the Czech Golf Federation. So I was part part of the, the national teams since I was, I don't know, maybe 13 years old. Um, yeah. And yeah, and then I went pro actually. I went to the US after that and then I went pro. <laughs> And in terms of representing the Czech team, what's it like being in those national camps? And obviously, as we know, until there's so many of you now kind of in your age group who play golf. Um, what's it been like growing up in that environment? I think it's always really helpful um, to be in this group with like the best players in Czech. Because also golf is such an individual sport. You're practicing mostly alone and you know, when you're a kid, you want to be in a group. And I wanted to be uh, within those best players and practice together and, you know, improve as one. So that was really nice. And over the years, it got so much better. You know, the 
the care for the for the kids and the national team and like growing up it got so much better and I really appreciated it and I think it had a huge impact on where I'm now so on my performance yeah for sure and obviously you did pretty well in Czech as an amateur winning some competitions what was it like winning in 2014 you won the Czech amateur tour final um what was that like it was it's always really special to to win uh, uh home competitions and uh this one was really really nice uh i i think it was probably me and my dad because uh, my dad he would be traveling my whole childhood and growing up playing golf uh he would be the one taking me to the practices and taking me to the golf uh, tournaments and caddying for me occasionally so I think my dad was probably there <laughs> <laughs> and then in 2018 you won both the Czech National Match Play Championship and then also the Czech International Amateur Championship the two pretty big competitions uh, in your homeland again what was that like? Uh, that was that was really special to be honest uh, because that was the year by the end of the summer I was supposed to leave for college in the US to somewhere where I didn't know you know like a place that I I've never been to so I was really enjoying that summer to play a last tournaments in Czech and in Europe um and yeah that was really special I, I remember after after the second one I went to celebrate it to my grandma because she was living in the region where I was playing that tournament so I I came to I came to surprise her. She didn't know I was coming, so that was really nice, and I kind of celebrated it there. <laughs> <laughs> what What did the celebrations include? Were there some cakes, some nice, some nice food? <laughs> well, we were in Moravia, which is region where it's all the good wine, so we we drank wine. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, very nice. And as you say, you decided to go to college. Um, you went down the college route. How did you decide that? Uh, well, it took me, I think, a bit longer uh, than other girls uh, my age uh, when we were making this decision because I was a bit scared. And uh, when I was graduating from high school, I was not really sure if I want to go to the U.S. So I took a gap year uh, to kind of figure out where I stand, what I want, you know, uh, what are my goals. Um okay. And yeah, and I took that year to really choose a school and 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 pick my path. Uh, so I make sure it was the right path. And I, I'm really grateful uh, that I uh, went to the U.S. because I mean that experience was amazing. Those four years in in the U.S. Um, yeah, but it it takes it takes a kind of a lot of time and effort to really choose the right school I think so it's good that people start early enough um yeah <laughs> and was it kind of important to you to have your education as well as kind of maybe have somewhere that you could play golf as well yes it was although I was never really good in school to be honest I, I went to a high school in Prague which is a really good high school and like a good quality education but I was just not really good. I was just like thinking about golf all the time. <laughs> so barely, I barely passed the school. Um, but yes, I mean, education was really important to me. But I was honestly more looking on the team, you know, the facilities and, and everything. Uh, but 
the school I went to, I I I always loved math and kind of like um yeah, mathematics was my favorite subject in school, so I was looking more for like a business a business department, which that school that I chose was really good um in business. Mm-hmm. And as you said, yeah, you went to Old Dominion. And what was that experience like there? Well, as you said, you're going somewhere new that you've kind of never been before. Um, what was it like moving over there? Well, I was crying when I was leaving because <laughs> my whole family was saying goodbye to me with my boyfriend as well. So I was crying like like a baby. But once I got there, I got adjusted so fast and I absolutely loved those four years. I think it's such an amazing experience. You know, the school system in Czech or like the university system, it does not really allow you to do sports and do school at the same time. So I really appreciated that I was really taken good care of uh, by the school and by the athletics department. It was just amazing. And I would really suggest for everyone to really try this path although it's it's really not for everyone because even the golf is such an individual sport you're playing in a team mm-hmm. and you have to you have to play by those rules and by that spirit and i really enjoyed it i always loved um you know not just playing for myself but for other people so that was that was really nice yeah. yeah. And you had a pretty good freshman year. You kind of won the freshman of the year for your conference USA. What was that like? Um, obviously, you're going over there. You said you adjusted quickly, which you clearly did. And then, yeah, <laughs> you end up winning a couple of awards. <laughs> yeah, it was like for me, as I was from, from Czech, uh, and I didn't, at the time, I did not really understood those achievements that well, you know, like being like freshman of the year I was like well this probably is big but like coaches were the ones like this is huge like you're like it's really great um but I remember my first it was the first uh tournament that I played for ODU and I think we played down in Carolina I'm not sure if south or north but um we played this tournament and I was so nervous on on the first tee and my coach was like trying to calm me down and she was like just just enjoy the game so I I did that and I first two rounds I played bogey free (laughs) (laughs) so I was like wow this is actually pretty amazing Uh, and then I finished like second or third um with a pretty good score and I was like okay this is this is a good start (laughs) keep it up there (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, coming out with a bang <laughs> straight, away, straight away in the US. And are there any other stories kind of of college golf? As you said, you love the team environment. Are there any stories of just, you know, traveling with the team? Because that's, that's a whole thing <laughs> that you do going up and down the States or, you know, any competitions that stick out to you? Yeah, well, I mean, there's every, every trip really was... Uh exciting and a lot of fun I really miss that I did not have to worry about you know like taking care of like flight tickets hotels and stuff like that I just could show up with my golf clubs and I was like let's go play golf um but yeah the the, the whole four years representing ODU was um was amazing and uh especially when when we qualified for regionals as a team that was really that was my first year actually and that was really really special and 
unfortunately, it was the last year, my my senior year, I qualified for regionals and nationals by myself, not with the team, unfortunately. Okay. But it was still pretty, pretty cool uh, to travel there with my coaches. <laughs> I was going to say, what is it like competing in those regional and national competitions? Obviously, there's there's so many golfers who go to the States for college. It's just so competitive. What is that like? It is. It is that the competition is so huge. And I feel like people from Europe might not really understand how big it is to to compete in the NCAA regionals and nationals. It's It's really huge. And... Yeah, it's just like really the the top the top of the college golf, really those those two tournaments. And um kind of going on from that, whilst you were at college you still came back to Europe in the summer, obviously playing with playing with your Czech national team <laughs> at the European team championships and all those competitions. What was that like being part of those? Uh well it's really really nice to represent your home country uh i think i was really was really glad that i could play and have that czech flag there and representing my my nation with other amazing great people uh that that we we did and yeah and we we did really good um couple of years and i i really i really enjoyed that and I was kind of sad, like turning professional. I was like, I'm not, I'm never gonna play those events uh, anymore. So that was kind of uh, sad for me. But I still appreciate those years before, and I really took uh, most of it. And you also played kind of on the LET Access Series and the LET, getting invites into the Czech tournaments. Was that kind of good experience for you whilst you were still playing at college? Definitely, definitely. I was really grateful that I could play those those events. You know, um, when you're amateur and you're playing and you're st- still not sure of your path if you want to go turn professional and, and try it. Or, you know, college is kind of like uh, um, that the point where you're deciding, okay, should I try it or should I focus more on like uh, my education and, and, and this so I really appreciated that I could play those professional tournaments, you know, see how I stand amongst those players where I always wanted to play with. So yeah, that, that gives you that gives you a lot as an amateur. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned turning pro, but you were still an amateur um when you went to your home tournament on the LET, the Czech Ladies Open. Um how did you feel heading into that week? Well, I was just feeling that I'm just gonna um, play that tournament and I'll see where I stand. Uh, I really had no idea I could uh, I could do that well in that tournament. I my goal was really to pass the cut and maybe make top twenty. I would be really happy for for that um, result. But I yeah, it was just it was really nice uh, and especially because it was in, in Czech. <laughs> <laughs> and as you say, you had a solid first day and then a 65 on the second day kind of put you, put you at the top of the leaderboard. And um, how kind of shocked were you that you were suddenly in this position and there was one day of competition left? <laughs> yeah, I was. that was kind of crazy because I was playing the, the second round and I, do, I knew I'm doing well, but I never really thought 
that I could be in the lead. But I was just playing and making birdie, birdie after birdie, and it was feeling really amazing. But I was not really stressed, and I got actually stressed after the round when people started asking me, "Oh, like you might be fighting for the for the first spot." And I was like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> I didn't I didn't really think about that." <laughs> yeah, I remember talking to you, and it, it, it dawned on you afterwards that you were like, "Oh gosh, <laughs> that might happen." <laughs> um but what was that final day like what memories do you have of of that last day yeah well actually like I have a lot of things are pretty blur from being so nervous and I don't know the excitement and everything but I was doing I was doing really good mentally I think and then on the back nine like after I think after nine holes I was like 16 under and like in the lead by by four or something like that and then I made, and I was, I, I could feel it after the 10th hole when I made a birdie and I was like, oh shoot, like it's, it's really happening. Like you need to stay calm and everything. Uh, but then I made three bogeys in a row, which really like it, it happened. And I was like, how did this happen? Like, I didn't even know, like it's when you plan and you don't even realize what's, what's happening. And I was really stressed. And then this Czech fan that that was following me, he screamed and screamed at me, "Breathe, Jana, breathe!" So I was like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> breathe." <laughs> so I started breathing, and then I was like, "Okay, like uh, get it together." And then I made two two pars and a birdie on seventeen, which was like super important. Like I knew that if I'm gonna make that, I'm just gonna finish it like good, but. Yeah, and then we were coming to 18, and that last, that last putt, it was like a meter putt or something like that, not, not, not a really short putt, and I, it, I had this strange feeling that I knew I was gonna make it, but still, like, you're shaking like crazy, but somehow I knew I was gonna make it, so it was pretty, pretty strange I've never I've never really felt that before actually (laughs) and what was it like obviously that pup went in and suddenly the crowd goes absolutely wild the noise there's champagne everywhere (laughs) there's people running at you what was that like Uh, yeah um I don't even know how to how to explain it or express it like it was just unbelievable I I think I had like a fireworks in my brain when I made that putt and I was just like I couldn't I couldn't believe it really I could not um it it's something that I was dreaming about for a long time but I had no idea it's going to happen so soon like even as an amateur um but yeah that was amazing and the champagne shower was like I just started crying like like a baby because I was like, I can't, I can't like hold it anymore. So that was pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. And it was lovely to have all the, the Czech players there to cheer for me because I, everyone was doing, all the Czech players were doing so well in that tournament. And I was really happy for them. And then having them by my side was really, really amazing. 
I was going to say the fact that Clara was obviously who was the first ever Czech winner on the LET also did really well in that tournament. <laughs> you, you had to nail that putt, otherwise you would have been in a playoff with her. Yes, um, yeah. But the fact that she was there and she was able to, you know, congratulate you, what, how much did that mean? It was it, it it meant a lot for for all the players that came up to me and just like like that they were really happy for me. It it means it means so much, and you can see that it's not that individual. Like everyone is cheering for everyone. I'm I'm really happy when the Czech girls are doing good and they're happy for me. So I think it's it shows it shows the 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 nice parts of the game like that that why you why you love the game actually yeah and then from there it's just kind of a bit of a whirlwind for you you had to make decision about turning pro decision about joining the ADT everything and you kind of have time restrictions and all of that um how did you handle that because as you said you you were an emotional mess <laughs> on 18 and then suddenly obviously presentation interviews all of that then you have a little bit of time but you know that you need to make these decisions um <laughs> what's that like so I I think by by the midnight of that day I had to make a decision if I want to play next week in Germany uh, another event, uh, but I was supposed to leave for the European no no for the World Team Championship. Uh, so I had to make a decision if I want to play this event or the World Team Championship. But I really wanted to do this one, and also I had to decide. If I wanna, if I wanna take the card and turn professional, which I had to do immediately, so by those like it was like three days, I had to turn professional. I I had to communicate with the Czech Golf Federation and and the PGA of Czech Republic, um, turning professional, and I was like still stressed during the practice rounds, like it's still not done, and I need. <laughs> Uh, to get it done and it was yeah but it was everything was really fast I remember we were driving up to Berlin for the event and I was getting like calls by reporters and for interviews and I was like Jesus this is so stressful (laughs) and something I I never experienced before as well (laughs) yeah yeah, I was gonna say I saw you the first week and then seeing you again the second week after you decided to turn pro um but yeah obviously Germany was your pro debut I remember you saying at the time obviously once you win on the LET you get an exemption for two seasons so rest of the season and then following season and you were like it's okay I've got next year I can settle in this year and just you know get don't worry about it try not to stress about it was that really important that you had that mindset yes uh yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I think I still was still stressful in, in Germany. I was like, oh, Jesus, I, I need to play good because I won last week. So I need to prove that I, I can play good. It wasn't just like a, some like out of a heaven. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's great that when you win, you get the card for like those two years. Uh, so I could really for for new for newcomers as me uh it was really nice to just try it for the rest of the season and really really adjust the new environment you know to the new people uh kind of new type of stress i would say as well um 
So yeah, that was that was really good. And then when I started this season, I was feeling comfortable uh, enough. So that that was really important. Yeah, and you mentioned there obviously you were gonna play in the World Team Championships, and then later in the summer the European Team <laughs> Championships, and then turn pro later on and head to Q school and that didn't end up happening completely changed your plan um but yeah how do you when suddenly you you turn pro you can now get into all these let events that you couldn't before what's that like suddenly planning a schedule <laughs> obviously which is completely different to the schedule that you're gonna have yeah, that that's true. I actually thought because even as an amateur, I played a bunch of tournaments in Europe, um, across Europe and in the States. Uh, so I thought it would not be much different, but actually it is very different. Like I did not imagine it's going to be such different, um, especially this season. The You know, the beginning of the season on LET is not even in Europe. It's all over the place. Like it's in Africa. We went to Singapore, uh, Morocco. So that was really, it, it was beautiful. I've seen places that I've never seen before. So I really enjoyed that. But also it's, it's, it's a lot. And there's a lot of tournaments on the schedule and you cannot really play all the tournaments that, that you would love to. Uh, you cannot play all of them. Um, and you have you really have to select tournaments, but yeah, it was it just crazy, crazy different, crazy different. And I think the adjustment to this is gonna take more time than I actually thought. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, as you say, you kind of got thrown into it, to it so suddenly. Um, but yeah, one of the things that you did manage to do last summer was get into the AIG Women's Open, your first, you know, major <laughs> tournament. Um, what was that like? Just number one, being there at Muirfield and just kind of soaking it in and being like, okay, this is a major. <laughs> yeah, it it was actually like unbelievable. I I remember when I got an email that I got an invite. Um, to 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 that major I, I cried <laughs> I literally cried uh, but yeah I think it was amazing I had no idea how how good it is to to compete in a major you know you see it in the television you cheer for the players that you like but you you really it's really tough to imagine yourself being there and playing uh, but as soon as I arrived I I was enjoying every every moment. I I had my boyfriend's family there cheering up for me. Um, it was just really nice, and I signed up for the practice round with Corda sisters, which like I I did it on purpose because I was I, I they just they had the free spot there. I was like okay I'm going in because I really I I love I love both of them. They're like I love their swings, I love their golf. Um, I love the fact that they're Czech, or originally they were living in the states for a long time, but they are Czech, and they I could check with them, uh, in Czech. That was amazing. Um, and yeah, I, but it was really strange actually because I did not do well on the tournament because I think I was just so stressed. Like my mind was like it was crazy so I think I blew it just uh with my hat to be honest but 
it's so strange though those practice rounds I felt like I could not be more ready for that tournament and then you play and you don't do well because you're just like it's like you're you're shaking your body is shaking everything is like crazy but it was just amazing amazing to see those best players in the world there just to to see them and and kind of try to take the best out of it really yeah and I'm sure it's an overwhelming moment to kind of go from six weeks prior <laughs> being an amateur <laughs> different plans and then six weeks later suddenly you're, you're in a practice round with the corners <laughs> yeah that that's true it was a crazy end of summer to be honest really crazy <laughs> and you mentioned the quarters there so did you ask them for any advice or kind of pick their brains a little bit about about their careers I was I was actually so nervous that I was scared to talk to them in the beginning but then we kind of uh, started talking a little bit um but yeah I but like I kind of know so much about them because I follow them every day really on social media on the tournaments when they play uh but yeah I I was asking some things but I didn't really want to bother them because I was feeling like they get that so much like from everyone so I was like okay I'm just gonna I'm just gonna observe <laughs> <laughs> but um you mentioned obviously uh, it as a learning experience and a pretty big one that you had kind of straight away um how have you taken the past um so the first six months <laughs> on tour how much did you learn from what what you need to do out on the LET? Yeah, I I think those first those first um the first year or the first months when you start on the LET, uh, you know when you turn professional, the golf really becomes your profession and and you're earning money by playing the game well, and it can get into your head a bit too much you can think of you know I need to play good here so I earn money so I can go to the next event and I really try to not not to think about it and you you still have to throughout your career I think your whole life when you're playing professional golf you cannot really think about the money in the game and I I was stressed in those first events I was like oh geez if I finish this I can make this much money which those those money I, I I've never seen those money like I never earned those money before so it's kind of big deal to you when you start um so I really try to keep it really on 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 the game level you know like just focusing on the golf on the performance on your feelings because I I'm more of a feeling type of player I like I try not to look at the score but how I feel when I play you know if I play if I feel like I play good but the score is still not great I it doesn't really bother me I if if the feeling is good I'm happy um so yeah I think that was a lot different and I had to adjust to it and yeah I, I think the whole you know you you join the tour you're playing with different players you're 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 not playing with like uh juniors and 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 amateur players anymore and you have to you kind of grow up <laughs> once you once you turn um the tour <laughs> mm -hmm. you 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 maybe get more mature I don't know if I did but <laughs> I feel like I did 
<laughs> well, hopefully you did. And um, as I mentioned before, obviously, we've got a big group of Czechs on tour now. Um, so you were able to kind of join them and the group. Was that really nice, the fact that there were already people on tour that you kind of knew? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I really am so glad that there were already Czech players on tour that I could you know, spend some time with, travel with. Uh, I was traveling with Christina Napolava a lot um, that, that first year. And then I was thinking about how Clara, she was on the tour for so many years by herself. So I, I felt like it must have been really tough some sometimes. Um, and I really appreciate that, that there's so many players now. And I'm, I'm glad that Sara made it through LET access and we were traveling together for most of the events this year uh, together, which was really great. And yeah, it's it's always nice to have your fellow players from, you know, from, from your country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And how have you seen uh, golf grow in Czech kind of since, since you, you know, the past 10 years or so? As we mentioned, they've had like a tournament on the LET Access Series and then a tournament on the LET. Um, how much more interest and kind of people have you seen enjoying golf in Czech? I think it's a, a, in the past few years, it was getting much better. I think, I also think that because we have uh, democracy for such a short uh, time, we have democracy for 30 years uh, because we had for several years, for decades, we had communism, you know, and during the communism, you were not really able to enjoy golf or, or sports uh, at all. Um, so I think that is still really in the people to think of golf as, you know, like a sport for rich people. Um, and I am really glad that the Czech Golf Federation is doing the best to, to change that. And there were more and more young players uh, to play great golf and developing um, so fast. And the, the system, the whole system is getting so much better. And yeah, I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that for the future, the golf is going to become as a regular sport that people can try. I, I live on the golf course here uh, in Czech and I, I see I see people there's like a three par course that you don't have to have a handicap to play that anyone can go up there and play and I really I'm glad when I see people not to ever touch a golf club or anything and just going there and borrowing the clubs and trying the game because that's really what I would love for for golf and check to happen to get it more accessible for for the for the regular people and I'm hoping that more there's a there's a system of um yeah, like a kids in the school they can like in elementary school they can choose that they can play golf as one of their subject which is amazing and I'm hoping it's going to bring more more kids and more parents to play so yeah um I think it's still there's a still room for development, and I think it's based on our history, to be honest. But uh, it's getting much much better. Yeah, for sure. As you said, you can see it outside your window that that people are picking up the game. Uh, so I'm sure it will continue to grow with the coverage. Obviously, you guys being on the LET. Uh, Clara obviously having played on the LPGA and also on the men's side. Obviously, you had a player a few weeks ago 
on the PGA Tour for the first time. So <laughs> I'm sure that's True. kind of kind of helpful on both yeah, sides yeah. as well. Definitely, definitely. I'm really glad that Yuri Yuri got to play the the, the PGA event. It was really huge, and everyone was cheering for him here. And I think it was a it's gonna be as well big of a help for for golf in Czech. Yeah, for sure. And so, kind of heading on to the start of 2023. Um, obviously, you ended up tied fifth in Morocco. Um, what did you work on over winter that you kind of assessed from last season that you were like okay I need to do this <laughs> yeah well it was um it was a strange strange time for me the the winter um I just had some you know family family troubles uh and I was feeling really low to be honest and golf really helped me uh mm-hmm to kind of think about other things and and focusing on that and it was something that I was enjoying uh that time uh but I was still really sticking to what I've been doing so far uh so I just dropped <laughs> the my airbuds just just fell yeah, so I've been I've been doing everything really the same, um, and I just wanted to see how it's gonna go. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so Morocco, obviously that top ten at the start of the year. Can you hear me? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. it <laughs> just, just keeps like sliding out. So I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that like to kind of have a good tournament early on in the year? Yeah, it was actually, <laughs> I it was surprising to be honest because I was not expecting that to be uh, doing so well in the beginning of the season because I, I felt like the start can be a little bit slower, uh, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and the Morocco, uh, the event in Morocco was really nice because I was just playing and not really thinking about many things, just, you know, focusing on a shot after shot. Um, and yeah, I, I did well, and I was, it was actually a bit surprising uh, to me uh, that I uh, kept the consistency, uh, and uh, obviously the aim of that week was to to finish top ten so I can go to Saudi next week, um, which I did, and it was really nice. And then I was fighting for the cut in in Saudi, and I I had a really great. I had a local caddy. Um, but he was it was a English guy that he flew from from London or from from England to to Saudi to Kerry for me and he was just amazing we like we connected like from the first moment and it was really amazing and he kept me in a really good positive mood uh so I could I could really play the best uh, even though I was not really feeling exactly great with my game but it was just we just managed to to pull that off and just make the make the cut which was that was that was the goal for for that week to make the cut and play the best as we could um those uh two rounds after after the cut yep for sure and um obviously that was a tournament again with lots of big stars 
Um, are you kind of getting used to that now? <laughs> seeing these people that you've seen on, you know, social media and watched on TV, seeing them more up close in real life, like sharing a range with them and, you know, being able to watch the, what they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting com- more comfortable with it. I'm getting more used to it. But it's still when I when I see some players on the range and I'm just like, Oh my god, like Lydia Ko was there and I was like, oh my god. It's still it's still like your your breathing is faster still. Um but it's really special and it it's actually it's really easy to get used to um golf and on tour on the ladies European tour because you know so far I would have to take care of everything and now I'm in the official hotel, I get a courtesy card to get me to the course like there's a food there's everything like there's for the players there's everything you need and it's just so amazing and you like the the care that we're like I, I don't know um I just feel like it's so nice that um everyone is taking such a good care of you of the players and I really enjoy it but it's really easy to get used to it <laughs> <laughs> of course you go home and you're like where's the food (laughs) why do I have to make my own food (laughs) um for kind of speaking period people that you've looked up to did you have any heroes um golf wise or not golf wise that you looked up to when you were younger or even now yeah uh well when I was really when I was a kid it was my dad for me I think because he was doing so many different things so many different sports and he would be really um good at everything and I would really love to to look at him and I was like oh I want to do that thing like you do uh but then when I was focusing on on golf I I was really I, I was going like I I was I would watch a tiger that would be my favorite player of all time and then I would mainly watch uh men on tour but then actually when I was starting you know it was around when I was like I don't know 19 years old I really starting um looking at the women's golf because it's like oh this is actually pretty pretty cool you know I'm playing that so I <laughs> it's it's really nice and then yeah I I had of course like Annika Sorenstam uh that's a really big idol to me uh Korda sisters as as I mentioned I I love their game and everything so yeah I I have I have a um like 10 players that I would be always watching and I really like on men's and women's tour um yeah (laughs) (laughs) quite a lot I'm sure there's there's different parts of like every player that you look at whether it's the swing or how they putt or you know different bits that you kind of look at but speaking of that what does a practice day look like for you how do you practice like when obviously we're not at a tournament um, how do you split your time between the range and the putting green, chipping, um, maybe in the gym? What do you do? Yeah, uh, so usually, well, now when there's uh, a bit time, um, it depends, really. Um, but I usually, uh, during the mornings, I usually focus on, on either putting or short game. And I do long game in the afternoon and then go on the course uh and I do gym 
either in the afternoon or like in the evening or in the morning before before going practice. Uh, but when there are tournaments, uh, it varies based on my stats mm-hmm. because I look at my stats. Okay, I was really low in this one. I was not doing good on my putting. So then I I um schedule the practice according to the stats from from the previous weeks pretty much mm-hmm. and is that important to you to kind of look at those numbers and try and work out where you need to improve in the different spots i think it's really important to do your stats and look at it because you you may have a feeling that you need to work on your putting but actually you can have a problem with your approach shots that you're not hitting is as close as you could be mm-hmm. so if if the, the stats are just that it makes you sure okay I need to work on this one but you don't have to if you feel at the moment that you okay I by the stats I should be doing short game but I feel like at the moment the putting is not really good the stroke is not good then I go practice what I feel like I need at the moment but the, the stats are more like um it it's show me showing me the the path or you know yeah for sure what what you kind of should <laughs> generally be working on yeah <laughs> and um in terms of being outside of golf so what what does for example we've had obviously this break now what do you do when you you don't have a tournament to play and you can kind of see friends and do other things <laughs> what do you do during that time yeah definitely like the, the 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 first week when you know you get back home after like two months of playing tournaments you really want to see your family <laughs> so you spend a lot of time with your family and your friends and I I eat a lot outside to be honest because <laughs> uh, me and my boyfriend we we love food like going to restaurants so we go to restaurants a lot um and yeah like just really going outside and enjoying the spring although it's still so cold in Czech that I I still cannot believe it it's this cold <laughs> so yeah um yeah taking some time for for yourself is really important yeah for sure and um, it'll get warmer eventually (laughs) we'll get there soon um but in terms of uh goals for the season are you someone who kind of sets goals based on results or are you someone who sets goals based on kind of your own game and thinking I need to do this every week and be my best in this um yeah that's an interesting question actually well, uh, in the beginning of the season, I set goals for for the whole season. I don't really set goals like short term wise. Um, I try to look at the long run, what I need to achieve throughout that season, uh, which obviously to to keep the or like earn full card. That's that's the main goal. So yeah. kind of plan the schedule accordingly so I can achieve that there are highlights of the season um, so you have tournaments that are big for you um, so kind of arrange that schedule around that um, and yeah well m- my my goals obviously are keeping the full guard um, and 
from a really long-term goal, it's to qualify for Olympics, mm-hmm. really. Um, yeah, we'll see for for the next years, but if not, then in four years, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, obviously, in a lot of European countries, the Olympics is so important, um, being able to represent your country, and I'm sure for Czech, it's kind of both winter and summer <laughs> Olympics, being able to do both. But, yeah, what what would it mean to kind of represent your country at an Olympic Games? I I think it would be really a highlight of my career um and I I really enjoy I love the Czech athletes I love how we how we do on the Olympic games either uh, winter or summer and I it it would be an honor to me amongst them and compete and represent your country you know it's I feel like Olympics are so, so special for everyone. And, you know, there are athletes that are working their whole life to to compete in those games. I know with golf, it's a little bit different as well because there might be players that they're more focusing on the big events like majors or like those individual ones. But I think that the Olympics is just... it it. It would be an honor, really, to to compete in those, and I would really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, and then another one, kind of, what advice do you have for youngsters who are starting the game of golf? If someone's picking up a a club for the first time, what would you tell them? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, with golf, it's pretty difficult because uh, the game is so difficult. So for the people that are just starting, it can get really hard uh, and long before they actually start hitting the ball. And I think that's um, a lot why people are discouraged from from playing the game, from from uh, yeah, practicing and and playing. So I would just uh, suggest to not get caught up. In, in that too much and just try to be out there and just take it as you know you go out you're playing this beautiful sport outside on the beautiful grass and beautiful weather uh, and just kind of take that and appreciate that because I know that there's a lot of amateur players that they're just playing for fun but they're not really playing for fun because they get very frustrated and I I understand that but I'm still would still try to take it as it's something I love and it's something that it helps me health wise as well. Uh, that I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm actually pretty horrible in this because I don't know what to say. I don't know what to advise. <laughs> it makes sense though. <laughs> well, what you're saying basically, yeah, don't take it too. Don't get too disheartened if it is difficult and you know you're getting frustrated try and love the game like Jana loves the game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're saying uh okay so to end the podcast I've got some quick fire questions for you um so they should be easy enough but we'll we'll see exactly 
<laughs> how you do. So, what is your favorite club in the bag? I think it's my putter at the moment. Yeah. What's your favorite course? Augusta. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I'd love to play that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite food? You like eating out of restaurants? What's your favorite food? Ah, I think I have more of a cuisine and it's oh. Italian. <laughs> ah, so pizza and pasta, you don't mind. But I, I, I really enjoy some Czech traditional food. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, favorite travel destination? For golf? Or... For golf or for holiday? You can give me an answer for both. Huh. <laughs> this one is a is a tough one um, but I really enjoyed the Singapore this year mm -hmm. that we went to that was one of my favorite destinations uh, I would love to go to Bali <laughs> yeah so I would go okay Singapore was everyone said that about Singapore <laughs> uh, there's just so many things to do whilst you're there which is really I know and useful. it's so different for for us it I was really looking forward to it <laughs> yeah um favorite song to listen to this is tough <laughs> i have so many i i really like leonard skinner um either sweet home alabama or free bird i think free bird is my favorite mm -hmm. um if you want a golfer what would you be doing right now? Oh, I think I would be a tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> Just switch this morning. <laughs> um, do you have any golfing superstitions? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not no, really. Nothing. I used to do. have, but I'm not anymore. You got rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> um da, da, da. who is your oh this might be a mean one but who is your best friend in golf <laughs> uh it's a lot of people <laughs> no i don't really have an answer to that to be honest it's yeah really I was gonna it's, say, I feel like you, it's everyone that i get along with <laughs> Yeah, you're all such a close-knit group of Czechs, but I also know that you get along with the rest of the tour as well. So. I really like everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what makes you happiest? Mm. <laughs> Italian food. <laughs> yeah. You really do like eating out of Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, a dream four ball. So... You can play with three other people. Who are you playing with? Okay, Tiger Woods. I think I'll go for, for males only. Tiger Woods, Tommy Fleetwood, and Gary Player. Nice. Very nice to, <laughs> to round off the podcast. <laughs> so, Jana, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Football thank football. you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> and make sure to follow LET Golf on all the social channels and tune in for next week's podcast. It's a competition clinching shot. Whoa. Whoa. How about
the LET Golf Podcast, the official podcast of the Ladies European Tour.